that's the most fascinating part because we have elements of other species. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Start that sentence over. (laughs) After I'm the one that's like, hey, are all our phones on silent and all this stuff? (laughs) I don't know how that... Stop trying to call me. I'm really sorry. Was that a phone call? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That sounded like a fucking alarm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have my ringer on like that, so it wakes me up oh. when I sleep. Okay. I don't know. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but what, what I was saying was, I think... A popular outcast production. Whatever, when he asked me to um, to talk with you guys... It was <laughs> Four months ago, maybe. Whatever, yeah. Um, I was kind of an insider's perspective from the beauty industry mm-hmm. because that's what I do. Right. Um, I'm in the beauty industry, both on the internet and in direct sales. Right. So I think that's kind of an interesting concept because I don't have a real strong conviction about like women need this in order to like be beautiful or whatever, which a lot of people that are sucked into the beauty industry really are obsessive about um, the way they look and things like that. Right. Um, so that was kind of something that I wanted to talk about. And also just like, um, we're going, we're going awesome. Welcome. You want to put your headphones on or? Yeah. Okay. I I saw it. What's up? What's wrong? I don't know. You okay? You stroking out? Yeah. I I think I forgot something just now, but it just happened. (laughs) Like it just happened. I was just like, oh, I'm going to say this thing and then it's out. Yeah. Was it something off of she said? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's why I like to have my Fuck. notepad out, so if I think of something while somebody oh. else is talking, I can write it down. Go ahead. I have a tendency to go crazy. Oh, I... Hey, wait. What is... Th- what podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Saying Nice Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. I'm Bill. And with us today, we have super special guests. I'm Kaylin Kratzer. Hooray! Hello. Yay. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks Finally. for having me. Sorry. Yeah. That, that's our fault. Yeah. yeah that's all right. Yeah. Um, how do we know you? Well, um, I kind of was absorbed into the circle because um, my husband is Cody. Past guest. Past yeah. guest, yeah. Uh, those were early. Uh, those were... that. Cody was on two, right? Yeah, two and three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but now three and four, I think. I think the first two were just you and I. Okay. Yeah, three and, three and four. So, I wasn't even on them. No, I was. <laughs> I can't shut oh, up. Oh, yeah, but you plugged in on those. <laughs> yeah, I can't shut up. No, that's... Uh, I think the one we invited you. It was the unicorns, because I was so excited about that. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> yeah. fun. But, yes, she is married to Cody from episode three and four, maybe, or something. Just say one and two, two and three, three and four, and yeah. then pick she's and married. To, she's married to Cody, a past guest. Yes, yes. We'll link the episodes. Yes, and he used to live with us. He's one of the people that moved out to get married. He's one of the three people that is not Justin and I. I'm the home wrecker. That you were one of the home wreckers. I would there, there have been a few. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Not, o- but yeah, but not only that, but he he's part of the fortunate ones that has benefited from the uh, the good luck charm of Justin and Dylan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The third? It was not the house. It was definitely us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because yeah. we sold the house before. Or we didn't literally sell it, but we... we Moved. S- yeah. No, we, <laughs> we, we sold We sold the story on the house at first, and then we're like, don't sell it on the house, sell it on us in case we ever need to find another roommate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's us. We are the rocking ones. Um, thank you, Kaylin, for coming on. Can I talk about why I wanted you on in the first place? Absolutely, yeah. Is that cool? Can we start off with that or do sure. we? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so first of all, uh, tell us what you do, uh, I guess, for a hobby, and, and, and I guess what you do now for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I started out being a beauty blogger on YouTube, and it was a huge hobby of mine. I've always been kind of obsessive about makeup and theater and just having a alternate to my daily face. So I've always been kind of obsessed with the artistry side of it. And so I started making YouTube videos, tutorials and things like that. And then that kind of made me consider a career in the beauty industry. So I started my Mary Kay business in March of this year. And I've already won like a lot of titles and stuff. So I know you won titles. That's awesome. Queen of sales for the month of April, queen of bookings, queen of sharing. Um, I'm going on like a lot of cool, like, adventures and stuff because of it so you, they're paying for me to go shopping at king of prussia and they're yeah <laughs> uh queen of the region or like queen of this in our national nation? area yeah oh, okay okay that's cool um so the reason you had a what was it january or february that you uh brought out that beauty blog january i started january, january. <laughs> so in january you launched the beauty vlog on youtube mm-hmm. and uh i watched like the first two or three and then I didn't watch anymore because it's just not my thing. Because right. I don't have beauty things in my head or on my face. So <laughs> in my head or on my face, um, I have no beauty. <laughs> when I watched the episode, I had so many things running through my head, and I had the thought, "I'm so glad I'm not a girl that I have to do makeup." And that was the exact thought that I had. And then I stopped myself, and I'm like. I have to, like a girl would have to do makeup. And so it was a strange thought to have because obviously makeup is a thing of a society and we are the ones in the society who put value on who put, gets to put it on and like who is, who are the per, per people in our society who are quote unquote supposed to do these things. So that's the conversation I kind of want to have is like, how does society shape us with makeup and like, you as a person in that, you had some thoughts on that as well. And that's the conversation that I want to have, if that is okay. Sure, absolutely. I think one of the main things that I like to stress with any of my clients as well as the people close to me is I am not the type of girl who feels like I need to wear makeup. That's just not the case. I don't have self-esteem issues in that regard, but I use makeup as a tool. And I use makeup and the application of makeup to present myself in a way that other people respect. And it's not something that I feel that I need, but in order to get the most out of my day, whether it's confidence, whether it's respect from people looking at me, when you have a full face of makeup on, people look at you and say, she takes care of herself Mm -hmm. or even so much as she probably has money. Right. You get special treatment like that. And that's not to say that I'm trying to manipulate every person that I come into contact with. But what I am saying is there is a culture that I'm responding to because I know that whether it be a gentleman who opens a door for me or another lady who decides to give me her business as a Mary Kay consultant or another woman who looks at me and goes, hi, how'd you do that? Mm. It is a vehicle for me to make connections with people. And for me, that's what makeup is. That's why the makeup industry is so fascinating to me is because you can look like a completely different person within a few minutes. And for me, I 
feel like I need it because I feel more confident about myself. There are things that I have the luxury mm-hmm. of being able to manipulate on my face every day to be the best version of myself. I don't try to look like a different person, although I could. I could look like a tiger in about 30 <laughs> minutes. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. But I like to look like the best version of myself. So whether that's enhancing my eyelashes, drawing on eyebrows, putting on extra lipstick, whatever, it's an art that allows me to express myself and make connections with other people. So that's first and foremost, what I like to teach my clients is the level of makeup that you decide to use and what you want to learn from me as your consultant or as your makeup artist or whatever, it needs to be determined by what you are trying to send, what message you're trying to send to the world. If you want to look professional, then is a glittery blue eyeliner going to say that? No, probably not. Mm -hmm, So you want to they professionalism, then you're probably going to go with more neutral tones, more of a natural look. If you're someone who really likes a lot of glamour or the industry that you're in requires that of you, then that's what we're going to focus on. But I like that there are options. Makeup gives you options. If you don't like your nose, I can teach you how to make it look smaller. If you don't like the shape of your eyes, I can teach you how to manipulate that and to make it look the way that you want it to look or at least greatly enhance it. If you don't like the skin type that you have, I can help you find products that are going to be able to manipulate it to be what you want because everyone should have a say in what they see when they look in the mirror. Without also having to get like surgery and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't believe in, in that kind of, um, altercations. Uh, yeah. Altercations. I, I don't, or alter, alteration. Alteration. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I could necessarily support <laughs> yeah. that. Even though I, you know, I wouldn't judge someone who has had it. I think there's a lot to be said for respecting what you have, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to put your best face forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Where, uh, do you have any history of like where makeup comes from and like how it got to the point that it's at? I was just going to say we should have done research. Well, yeah, absolutely. This. Um, this is something that I've thought a lot about and talked to some other people in the industry. And in fact, I have a connection through Cody who um, talked to me about where Maybelline came from because he's a huge force in the makeup industry. And, he was talking to me about Maybelline and what it is, is his sister's name was Mabel. And then what mascara is, was black pigment mixed with Vaseline. So it became Maybelline and that was his brand name and that branched from there. So their first like product was mascara. So I think... Is the Maybelline guy still alive? I don't think so. I think that's been a hot minute since he's been alive and kicking. Mm -hmm. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And also... I mean, we have records of even back in ancient Egypt mm-hmm. of people wearing makeup. When you see Cleopatra, what are her features? It's the big cat eyeliner, bright red lips, mm-hmm. short bob haircut. Yeah. That's typically what you think of when you think of Cleopatra. So we've been altering our own images for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just now we've come to the part where the technology has become so advanced that there's so many more options. Um, for me, I just came back from a makeup industry convention, basically. It's IMATS, the International Makeup Artist Trade Show. And it was amazing to see the kind of prosthetics. I have photos if you'd like to see them, but, um, the prosthetics and the manipulation of color just to figure out how to make someone look like a real cat. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that's always been so fascinating to me is that we've developed it to be so much fun. It's right. not about, for me at least, it's not about covering myself up. It's about 
enhancing what I already have and putting that out there. I look crazy compared to a lot of girls in this area because I wear a lot of eyeliner and I wear a lot of lipstick and a lot of mascara. And this isn't really an area that's been really conducive to that. So that's why I have my glam room sanctuary in my house. Yeah, because the pink room. The pink room. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's... I, I assume that there are people on both sides, like people who like enjoy putting on uh, or uh, who enjoy doing makeup who look down upon people who don't and then vice versa and exactly the opposite like it's almost like like oh who does she think she is versus you know like and then you have like the person who's wearing you know who wears makeup who looks at somebody who's not wearing makeup saying well who does she think you know like what does she think she can get away with that and i'm not saying that you're like that at all but like because I don't think you are. I know you fairly. I, I don't want, clearly not as much as these dudes do, but like, um, I would say that it would be it would be very shocking to find out that you were like that type of person. You know <laughs> what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I would say only in certain circumstances have I ever been like, girlfriend, like, why did you not like try this morning? And those circumstances would be where that's expected to be appropriate. So a right. job interview, mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily. Because I think that everyone needs it, but when you're trying to look your best and you still like your eyebrows are like eight kinds of crazy and you got like weird patches on your skin and stuff, it makes it look like you don't care. And it's because in a professional environment, that's what we've come to assume right. is that anyone who doesn't take care of themselves can't be productive in the workplace. So in that Such case, a weird thing. that's why yeah. I like to teach people the five minute face whenever they come and sit down with me for a consultation. That's the bottom line. That's five minute face. All it is, is just brightening your skin a little bit, putting on a little bit of mascara, not because I think everyone needs it, but because that's what employers have come to expect right. in order to look like the top choice candidate. And I don't think that's right, but if you are in a survival mode, which is the way that <laughs> yeah. I think about things, is, yeah. is not I, as much as I would like to change things, I have to respond to, the, to my environment in order to excel. Yeah. So you face the challenges that are in front of you and... If that means that the society expects you to wear makeup or to wear a certain type of clothing in order to be eligible for a position in a job, especially in the corporate world, so be it. Rise to the occasion if you really want that job. You don't have to wear it the next day when you show up. Right. But... When you're making a first impression, when you get when the door (laughs) caught him, yeah. Yeah. Once you're in there, but especially when they're comparing you to other ladies who are showing up looking like they're on their game, if you're not, you're going to look disheveled in comparison. So that's my business is in appearances, and I don't believe that appearances are everything, but they do say a lot about what's on the inside. So. For me, if you would look at me, you would say, that girl probably spent a lot of time doing her makeup or whatever this morning. That means she must care about how she looks to the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are inferences we can make because that's what we've been taught. Right. So on the flip side, it makes me really sad that there are people who look down on, on one or the other, just like tattoos, piercings, anything that changes our body in a modification t- sort of way. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad that there are people that come down so hard on one side or the other that it's an issue because makeup should never be an issue. What yeah. the thing is to me that makes me the most heartbroken is the girls that feel like they can't walk outside without it because they're ugly because that's not a makeup issue. That's a heart issue. So that's what bothers me the most is that people look at makeup and think it's the problem, but they need to be talking to those individuals and dealing with their heart issues because it doesn't matter if they pound, if they pack on 
30 pounds of makeup, it's not going to yeah, matter yeah. because they're still going to have that interior voice. That's the problem. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. Yeah. Before before I lose it, um, I wanted to back up to like origins and stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, I start to think about animals because a lot of a lot of animals have obviously the male and female, and a lot of the female creatures have colorful. No, no, is it the opposite? Males have colorful. Yeah, that's what, which is weird. Now the opposite is weird to me. That somehow the males in the animal world have the attractive features of like colorfulness and like the peacocks are super colorful and wide but in like in our species it's almost the opposite mm-hmm. it is the opposite we don't really have any defining colorful things about us but it's the females in our society yeah like the way women are judged on their appearance versus the way that men are judging her. Like, the most women expect out of dudes is like, can you maybe do a sit-up this year? You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much like, like... Have a nice if, shave face yeah, or something. Even still, I don't even think that that... I mean, I... I haven't... I don't know. I don't think that that's necessarily even that. I think it comes down to, like, you know, you have two stains on your shirt. And you go well, here's, change it. here's what I think about that. And this was something I was thinking about today while I was driving, is that if you think about the ones who wear the power, so... Um, the men in most animal species, I think actually women hold a lot of power. So the, if you think about the ones mm-hmm. that have the color are the one that are saying, come here mm-hmm. and trying to lure in. That makes- That's how women work. That's, you don't see a lot of women pursuing because we're trying to lure. It's not the same that as the animal sense. kingdom because when you're talking about animals, the, the, line, the, the males are trying to say, come hither. The lions have the manes. The females are the hunters. Yes. Yeah. So do the manes do anything? The manes are for are it's, attraction. It's status. Really? Yeah. 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 The bigger the mane, the bigger the lion appears. So other lions are less likely to try to dominate that lion. So that's why the ones that have the bigger manes get the more ladies because that's a stronger gene pool. When they see them from front on, it looks like that's how big their actual bodies are. Yeah. Since yeah. Bill grew his mane out, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Trying to dominate him. <laughs> that's pretty much true. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. And Sorry. There's I just, more on that. I think I interrupted it. No. I, I think... I, there's a, just so many thoughts going through my head. And it's yeah. Just, when, it's, it's hard to pinpoint something to... When you had said the heart issue in those people. I was going to say that I take that one step further and I look at society and I'm like, fuck you, society. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there should be some kind of reconciliation between the two. Absolutely. And I think more often than not, though, you'll find that the women that have really serious self-esteem issues have a very um, a very close-to-home reason that they're that way. So not necessarily media, although I don't think it helps. And the extortion of women's insecurities to try to get them to buy makeup products. That's not what I do. Yeah. A lot of people would argue that because I sell makeup, that is what I do. And that's the one thing that will get me fighting mad really quickly because that's not my angle. And when I sit down with someone, the best thing that I can do for them is teach them how to keep their skin healthy. Mm -hmm. And then after that how to improve so that they can match whatever they're faced with, whether it's an employer, whether they're looking to start dating or whatever, teaching them the elements of how, how to be the lure or the one with the power. So if you think about it, if you've ever heard people joking about, you know, the one who's, you know, it's usually in pretty vulgar language, but the one who 
basically the female is the one who holds the power because the guys will do whatever they need to do to get with the best female. Right. I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> I don't know the phrase. What's the phrase? Just say uh, the pussy has the power. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Or, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, yeah, I think that's really why um, companies are really able to extort women for that. And that's not really what I'm about. And I think Mary Kay is one of the first that I found that's really centered on building up women for who they are. And right. they're extremely rewarding as far as treating their employees really well. Like I said, I've only been in it for two and a half months and I'm a star consultant and all those things are Greek to you guys, but <laughs> the, it's pretty incredible the amount of incentives that they have because they know that women aren't going to take themselves and put them on the, the top of the right. priority list. Women are naturally geared towards giving to other people and they would give their last dime to make someone else happy. So Mary Kay gives out diamond rings, cars, trips, all this stuff. And it's very attainable. That's the thing. A lot of companies are like, you've just won a free car. It's like, that's, but that's not real. Right. But right, Mary right. Kay is real because they give you a set list of incentives in order to achieve those things. And the amount <laughs> Dylan, of what's on your mind. I don't know. I don't know. I'm having so much of an overload. He wants to go work for Mary Kay. Dylan, you talk, talk. <laughs> yes, I want the fucking diamond ring in the Cadillac. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what are your thoughts right now? Because you, you feel, I feel like you have things to say. I honestly, it's so scattered. I can't even. I I don't even know. Pick one. I Let's would pick one. I, go off of it. Well, I'll try to get you back on track with this. You were talking about the society, like, and then you had countered. With, well, not countered, but like it. Like I think it's really interesting that to think of. Like a woman who feels, or even you could say a person who feels um, inadequate for whatever reasons. Yeah. Um, and I'm going bald, and I'm having a terrible time with that. I'm yeah. Going, I'm having a really terrible time with that. And a lot of like, and 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 her point of it being a heart issue versus a um, an issue of society. Like it's almost it's more of like a perception of what society is going to think of you as opposed to like what actually, what society actually does right. think of you. Yeah. But I, I think with the, uh, cause you're the one who only like you care if you would go bald or not, because you think that like people are going to look at you and be like, look at that bald fuck. No, <laughs> but I just, I just really like having hair. Honestly, I really, but I have plenty of strong, bold, Fucking! What am I saying? <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this right now. It sounds like such bullshit. No, it's... let it go. Yeah. There is so many. That's why we're here. Strong, bald role models I can look up. Patrick to. Stewart is the fucking man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And I was thinking more like in the in the... Lavar Burton. I was thinking like Ian McKay. Is he even bald? Mm-hmm. I don't threat. think his head is shaved, Justin. And That's not the same. <laughs> Brian Keeneland from The Bouncing Souls and Steve Foot from Big D and the Kids Table. But like my brother, your brother. Uh, <laughs> but no, I have these. I I think yeah. In my case, that's a heart issue. I think, and I I have heard people say shitty things to bald people, and I'm sure it that became more real as my Mr. Clean, Mr. Out. Clean. And honestly, do you think Which that those weird. people would have had any power if they would have picked on anything else but your biggest insecurity? Because people can read that. Yeah, I can read usually on a woman what her biggest issue is and i don't even have to talk to her yeah what about a man sitting here you like that guy's going fucking bald oh, i can't tell because you have a hat on yeah exactly and i leave my hat on and i i sleeps with it on showers with it on i don't shower very often but that's one of the few times that it comes off yeah yeah uh, that's well that and that's that's something about people in general is that like um 
in John Mulaney's uh, New in Town, which I like to reference comedy stuff every now and again, um, he talks about kids specifically being assholes because kids like they like they can pick out the the thing that will and they'll make fun of you for it and it doesn't matter because they're still kids so they don't have that boundary and when um you get older you still do it in your head regardless like even if you're like even when i found myself in positions where it's like i'm uh, like i don't i would i don't like to pick on people or make fun of people or something like that but if i'm having a really bad day and then this customer comes in who's like an asshole or something like that. Like in my head, I'm just like, oh, I wish this guy would just go slam his dick in the car door, like because he's insecure about his dick in car doors. No, 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 no. But like, like I mean, like I'm I'm not saying that that's part of the insecurity. I'm saying like that, like I get, you know, I don't pick on people or anything like that. Or, yeah. You know, try to be mean. So you're saying you're better than this? No, I'm saying that I think everybody in this room doesn't pick on people. <laughs> no. I'm better than everybody else who doesn't pick on, who does pick on people. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. There are times when if someone's an asshole. Yeah. I go to that thing that's like easy yeah. target. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, boom, you. One of the first jerk off. Yeah. You know? One of the first things when what? I um when I started. <laughs> what did I say that? When I started working in because uh, I like my background in um. As far as like work and stuff is sales. I've been doing not just retail. Like I've I've sold. I started with vacuums and then I went to mortgages. Like I sold. Well, actually, I started with accidental death and dismemberment insurance over the telephone. Oh but my God. yeah, exactly. That was uh, back when telemarketing was still okay to do. He's had every um, job, and people still answered. Oh yeah. If you ever have time to talk to him about his jobs, he's had every one of them. So yeah, he's probably had a Mary Kay job. I've probably uh, had every one that you haven't. Probably, yeah. yeah. The two we, of you that'll, combined. That'll be fun to do sometime. Let's just check off a list. Yeah, but one of the things that um one of the guys I was working with was like if you if you're in a situation where like you're you're sitting uh this was like selling vacuums and he was like if you're sitting with a man and a woman which you should be you know like in a ho- household because you have to have them both there because if the man's not there then the wife you're gonna sell the wife and then she's gonna be like well I have to ask my husband and then the same exact thing's gonna happen yep. if you sell the dude. Uh, so you have to have them both there. And if the guy starts to like be intimidating or whatever, instead of looking at him in the eye, look at him on his forehead because guy, all men are insecure <laughs> about going bald. And if you look at his forehead and every now and again, just give a quiz- quizzical look, like, like you're trying to figure out I've something heard this before, it will subconsciously make him this think disarms him. Yeah. He thinks that, uh, it, it makes him feel like less of a person because you're seeing him, you're watching him go bald. Also, like, that's what happens in your brain. Also, yeah. if you ring a bell to distract him. Yeah, then they start, uh, sl- like, salivating <laughs> and expect food. Pavlog <laughs> stops. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at bears, but I can honestly say I've never used a tactic like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, this guy, was a, this, guy was a, this guy was a total scumbag. I'm not yeah. gonna. Mary Kay. Uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, we have to link to yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, we'll sure. link your stuff. Yeah. Because if you're going to buy makeup, buy it from Kaylin because I'm I feel not like a jerk. From hearing you talk about it, I feel like that's a way better method than I've heard it presented to other people from anyone else ever. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was walking through like the Bonton or Boscovs one time and I heard the makeup consultants talking to someone there. Right. Who is not a pal of mine, because I had a pal that worked there, and I never saw her in selling action. But I did overhear someone say stuff about some of the stuff, and I'm like, that's shitty. Yeah. You know, it just seemed like 
Undermining. Do you remember those Israelis that were in the mall that were selling beauty products in the middle? Oh. They were selling the uh, lotion. I really, they, I they convinced really me to buy that. lotion that I didn't need because same with Chris Round. They just lured me in because they're like good looking, really and like they're that. like, "You want to buy some lotion?" And they're yeah, I'm like, "No, I, no, no." And they're like, "Oh, but look!" And they're rubbing my hands with the I lotion. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll buy, I'll buy yeah. some lotion." I can't even deal because they are so aggressive with me that it crosses the boundary of being a sales aggression, and then it turns into like. A romantic or sexual aggression because all they're commenting on is, you're so be- beautiful. Where's your husband? Blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm like, this is not even appropriate. You would not ask me these things if I was a man. Right. Exactly. If you're trying to ask me about what my habits are for taking care of my skin, I understand that. I do that for a living. But if you're going to chase me down the mall and talk to me about my husband and about who's my baby daddy and all that stuff, it's not, it's crossed a line. So yeah, that's really awkward. I never saw that. Happen. Oh my, every single time. Huh. Every single She's time. talking about the, the guys who don't have businesses in the mall. <laughs> this, like, he's just like, the guy goes on break, yes. and so he walks over yes. to the counter and just like, he just has a, he yo, just has yo, a, yo, yo, let me rub your hands. He's got a thing of hand sanitizer. <laughs> you got yeah. And he's like, buy my hands. <laughs> buy my hands. Buy my hands. Buy my sanitizer from the bathroom that's half empty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just grabs it up the, yeah. <laughs> he grabs a late air freshener and he's like, this is really good for your pores. <laughs> yeah. Let me see those pores. <laughs> He's rubbing a tree on her fucking hand. He's got like, oh he my god, from the car. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is gonna really exfoliate the shit out of you. You're gonna love it. The pine scent, it'll last for days. I've seen weirder pickups, honestly. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, people are, uh, people are fucking weird. That's for certain. Yeah. Um, the, go ahead. I was gonna say society standards on beauty is something that I thought would be interesting to talk with you about. Because I think you and I are probably close, but I think still a step removed. I think so. From the the thing. Because, like, if I may interject Interject. for a second. Do it. um, With society standards and some things. Years and years ago, and and many, many guys still consider it, and and you maybe can clarify uh, on what your position is, but years and years ago, I would consider it a compliment whenever I would be like, yo, baby, you look so good without makeup on. Why do you wear that stuff? And, like, recently, it's just like, how is that a compliment? Like, It's not. It's not. I spent 30 minutes putting this eyeliner on. Thanks, jerk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just boils down to the point of uh, projecting my projecting my preferences on somebody or projecting what I think is a feminist view. Mm-hmm. And being like, hey, look how feminist I am. I like you without all that feminist, anti-feminist shit, you know? It, and I just, now I'm like, if you want to wear makeup, wear makeup. Whatever you want to do, if you feel good about it, go for it. Like, it's not it's not my it, position to tell you. There's you genuine credit given when you give your honest opinion. Yeah. So, my husband, for example, doesn't like it when I walk out looking like, you know, crazy with the eyeliner and the the huge lashes and stuff. That's not his preference. So as his partner in life, I want to make him happy. And so when I know that I'm going to be spending time with him, I don't have a lot of goop on my lips. I don't have all this stuff that's going to transfer onto him because that's not his preference. Right. So a lot of the insult gets taken away when it's your honest opinion. And I think just telling me that I look better without makeup because you're trying to compliment me on my natural beauty is not the way to go about it. Right. One of the things also that I think is interesting about that is like a lot of dudes will say that to women who 
Because there is the no makeup makeup deal. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of women who put on, and I assume that it's like we were talking about with the five minute thing where you just put enough on that it like so that you don't look tired. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of dudes will say that to women who are wearing makeup and just be like, yeah, like, oh, see, you shouldn't, you don't need all that makeup. You always look so good. Look at you now. You look so, and and, (laughs) I still have a clue. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. I love how your go-to guy is like the guy with like a slight accent. Yeah. Like like a Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yo, babe. Yeah. Yo, I'm walking here. Get your makeup off my face. (laughs) I think it's more like just a cheese bag. He's not from Brooklyn. He's definitely from around here, but he talks like that. (laughs) Like that. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. and if oh, you've what? ever heard that thing, oh, let's, is that the wild card timer? <laughs> it's the wild card let's timer, but yeah, one. we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're definitely doing it for the next one though. All right, what? 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 You're, what? You, what? I interrupted with uh, society's views. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say my my thing is similar to Justin. I think I'm more of like the oh love yourself without the thing and i think the makeup industry is just there to sell a harmful image to people to get them to continue to buy this thing because they feel like they need to be beautiful and the same thing with like deodorant and the same thing with like all this other stuff people won't want to be around you if you don't have these things yeah yeah totally yeah and i think that's I mean, I like to not have smelly armpits. My armpits are smelly at the moment. And so I, I'm as much into it as anybody else, you know? But yeah. I think my approach before was like, oh, don't wear makeup. That's bullshit. And that's whatever. But now I'm like in more towards Justin's stance. Like, whatever makes you feel the most comfortable, you know? And I'm not going to yeah. say it's... Like, you wouldn't ever go up to Jeff and be like, uh, you don't need all those piercings in your face. Yeah. You need to yeah. take those out. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, well, we wouldn't. That, I'm sure there are people who have. Yes. Right, but, Th- and but those in order to are support jerks. him, in yeah. order to, to make him feel comfortable and make him feel accepted and loved, that's not what you're going to say to him. Yeah. 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 That's something that I think is an interesting line-blurring thing, too, where earlier you said that, like, the the surgical altercations of the body was where alterations alterations yeah we both did it altercations are fights yeah Yeah. Yeah. alterations yeah Yeah. when your body's when your body's fighting it's i gotta stop doing that voice um no when yes alterations to your body that that's where you're lying at and and that you wouldn't condone it but also not look down on people for it and i think that it's such a delicate slope like tattoos how far away removed is that from your earrings there is a difference because you can take your earrings out and then it would close close but like nail polish and lipstick and earrings and tattoos are all it's like a slope and even like uh the plastic surgery uh cosmetic surgery yeah uh, nose yeah alterations or Toe-topsing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's all in the same slope. Boob job. Or it, not it, even a slope, yeah. but just a plane. It, you know, it, it doesn't is. have to be a slope. It's body it modification, yeah. no matter how it's a. It's like it. a yeah, yeah. oscillating it, I, slope. I think a lot of it, I, I think a lot of it, and this is just my personal opinion, but I think everything that we do in order to do that is to make ourselves look on the outside how we feel like we should. Like the Matrix. And to send the yeah. message that you want the world to see. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I think that when you said that, that was some kind of brilliant revolution thing revolutionary thing and yeah. I'm, I'm sure other people have said that but i mean as far as the podcast i feel like that should have been the point we arrived to last is that beauty it does help you because i can't i would be completely not even disingenuous i would be lying if i said that i've never 
amped up my charm to aid me in a situation. I think charm is a genderless thing. Be it like trying to plead with a police officer for help, which yeah. never works. Right. Or be it, it to get me. cider from... <laughs> well. Yeah, well, yeah. It sounds awful. I got free cider from a cider wench once when we went to the <laughs> rent fair. Seriously. And, and that's yeah. because I knew like, oh, hey, like you... Hey. Yeah. Welcome like, to the life of a woman. Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's really interesting how you're saying like using it to your advantage to further your own thing. I think we all do that with our strengths. So if I was going to about to get in the fight with some girl, yeah, I'm going to pull on my strengths. I'm a big girl. So what am I going to do? I'm going to look at her and size up the situation. We all do that in order to survive. And so I like to think about these social things from a very primal perspective. So if I'm going to use my beauty to my advantage in order to, in a situation where it's appropriate for that to even work, first of all, if I'm about to get in this fight with this girl, it's not going to matter if I'm beautiful or Or, even more beautiful than her. That is not a characteristic that's going to benefit me in that way. So I have to pull on something else. I'm sure that everyone at some point has used wit, charm, humor. Those are my favorites. Yeah. Um, She nailed the three. Or... (laughs) Or even money, yeah. or our presence, or our status, or our beauty, or whatever, yeah. to benefit us in that situation because we are programmed to survive and we're programmed to excel. Yeah. So in order to do that, it doesn't matter if it's beauty. It's If you have that, there's no problem with you being a model and making a killing at it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing superficial about that. That's actually being a business-minded person. Right. Using your advantages for the least amount of work to create the most amount of gain. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's beauty or otherwise. You can be charming. You can be funny. I know that there have been situations where I am disarmed because someone has made me laugh. Yeah. That is something that they use to their advantage, whether it was dating or otherwise. So... That even if you're not the most attractive person in the world, you play up your best features, whether you have uh, a face like a god or a body like one, mm-hmm. you're going to play that up. You see the guys that are like bodybuilders with their faces busted. They're not posting a lot of pictures of their face, are they? They're no, posting pictures point. of their body. They're playing up their strength or someone who has neither but has a lot of money. They're flashy. Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting to, to go back and attack society for being shitty and for being constructed that way. But I think we went somewhere else interesting. It's so I think a lot of the reason why society is it. the way it is, because at the base of who we are as humans, we are animals and we are the only animals that have such a complex social structure. And to me, we are designed that way because we're responding to our instinct hmm. and we're responding to whatever is going to make us the most money with the least amount of effort. That is how we are going to provide for our families because we've come a long way since having to, you know, hunt and gather to feed our babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even not money, but further us in whatever we want. Whatever well, it, it is, it whether be, it's power, it would, whether it's... Yeah, it's money now. Yeah. yeah. Whoever, but, whoever has the most money can have the most things. Right. Things being, whether it be relationships, yeah. whether it be items, food, whatever. Um, I think we've definitely gotten to that point as a society where we've started to manipulate each other in order to get what we want because there is no, uh, there's no, I'm going to fight you for this last piece of deer or whatever. Yeah. That's not who we are anymore as a people. And as a people, it doesn't matter what society you live in, whether it's in the United States, whether it's South America, there's always this imbalance of power between the way that women are supposed to look as far as the world is concerned and how much attention 
that gets from the men because that's survival of the fittest. The most beautiful woman with the most desirable features gets the most fruitful man. Right. And I think if have if you've ever watched the documentary The Science of Sex, it's very fascinating. It they do an experiment there where they have people put numbers on their forehead and it's, it's supposed to be a rating between <laughs> Did you one get and that? Yes. Did you get that? Yeah, in Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so they cool. Do, they do an experiment where they put numbers on their heads and they're supposed to try to get with the highest number. And it's amazing how the people who are rated tens, eights, they all end up with a number very close to theirs because that's how we are wired. Very rarely do you see a 10 with a two without there being some sort of compensation and not compensation is in they're getting paid, but compensation is in that person has a fantastic personality or charisma or money or a status. Yeah. Just like with Hugh Hefner and his girlfriends, would they ever really be attracted to him if he was in a home? Right. Right. right exactly. Never. Yeah. 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 Never. Yeah. Yeah. That's not yeah. the way we're. He set might up. be. He might be one of the tr- most charming motherfuckers to walk the planet. But not still, happen. he's yeah. not really get progressive three shit that I've that I've read like quotes of his, and I'm like, good on you, sir. Oh yeah, well, no, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. No, this is really interesting. Yeah, I I don't think he'd get his foot in the door to be like, hey, let me tell you what I did. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you how I feel about women's rights. They give yeah. him some yeah, depends he, and send him on his way. Exactly. Yeah, he would never get to that point if he didn't have. Do you if think he, he sh- wasn't Hugh Hefner? I think. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you. I was gonna say like I I think that there's a couple of things that you said that I I think is really fascinating and it's only because of perceptions and I don't know how like it would be switching gears a lot but I think that it's um. It might even sound a little bigoted for Go me for to it. say it, but I think it's really interesting that you are a um, a Christian who understands that people are we're not always like that. There's not really that big of a, that we are animals is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times that there's a um, a perception of especially, and I shouldn't even just say Christian, but especially a lot of Christians seem that they don't see that, um, but especially. To put it in today's society, a lot of people forget, no matter what religion they are or no religion at all, they still see us as different than animals. And I'm a big believer in that as well, like where pretty much all of our motivations are instinct. Primal. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, we were talking the other day about uh, I'd read something and this is kind of like it is kind of off subject, but like when you're cold and stuff like that. Everybody, like, you always tuck your hands under your armpits. That's, you don't get taught to do that. Just, right. That's instinct. Yeah, because your hands are actually your temperature gauge. Mm-hmm. When your hands get cold, you feel cold. So you stick Before your That's where your hand. biggest arteries are. Yeah. What? <laughs> I love how you just agreed <laughs> we're about to move on. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't trick me. I didn't, I'm no, not falling I, for no bananas in my tailpipe. It also comes with, you know, that's your extremities. So to warm those means that you're not going to have to put out as much effort to right. warm them. So Yeah. There's so many things where, like, if people would just be like, yeah, but we're animals. And then people go... Oh, oh, yeah. Right. Now it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> no it, wonder this happened or that happened. At the same know? time, though, that we do have the capacity to understand that we are being shitty to each other. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's where the other. line is drawn between yeah. right. us and the rest of the human world is that we have a conscience. We have a or the animal world. Rest of the human animal world. world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Human world. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, You're uh, like the four of us yes. in this room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just but us. I, I think that's where the line gets drawn is yeah. that, yes, we have very, uh, like, 
I believe that God gave us instincts for a reason, just like he gave them to the lions and he gave them to the fish and he gave them to whatever. He gave us instincts to for a reason. And I know that because I'm a mother. Right. There is something to be said for a maternal instinct. I did not have to be taught how to produce milk when right. my son was born. I did not have to be taught to pay attention to him and to have an ear for his cry and understand his cry, yeah, what he needs. You can, yeah. It, there's no words to say what I know about my son. It's just yeah. instinct. And I understand that as being something that is God-given. Yeah. And I have the perspective of, yes, we should be very in tune with our instinct and our, our primal, uh, our primal nature because it protects us from a lot of really dumb situations. I know because I've been there. I've been on my own for a long time now and not a long time in the grand scheme of things, but I'm 21 and I've been pretty much on my own since I was 16, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. So I've had to experience a lot of life in those short years. And if there's one thing I've learned is to trust that gut because I don't even understand. My brain can't comprehend why I feel this way about a certain thing, but I have to trust it. If I feel like I'm in danger, there are senses happening to me that I don't necessarily know how to put in the forefront of my mind. I just have to trust it. Yeah. So if everything in my body reacts to a situation that is dangerous, I'm going to go with it because if I try to rationalize, it's not going to help. It's going to be too late for whatever the situation is. And as a woman, I feel like we're definitely have to rely on that a lot more because there are such threats to <laughs> us as a species. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, it's even sad to me that as a woman, I would be even the least bit nervous about being in a closed room with three dudes. Right. But yeah. It yeah. Happens. Yeah, absolutely. And when I first sat down, that was my immediate reaction was to tighten. Yeah. And I, obviously know that I'm not in danger, but because there's such a, an imbalance of power, right? it makes you more aware and your instincts kick in. Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting thing. Imbalance of power as far as... You all are much larger than me and I'm not well, a tiny Dylan. ballerina. I'm not tiny. That's yeah. where the imbalance of yeah. power comes in. Do you feel more comfortable in a room with women? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, that, that, that the psychological was... thing would so be a little it weird. It would be a different kind of A different power. kind of power, yes. Yeah. I was wondering if you're equating power to gender or if the power was because the three of us physicality. Before, no. Or, okay. Physicality for the men, but for the women, it's definitely psychological. I'm more comfortable in a room full of men than in a room full of women because room full of women, you never know what to expect. So with the ladies, they're a little bit more catty and you don't know where your threats are, which I think is more difficult because if you were to stand up and puff your chest out at me, I know exactly that I need to right, defend yeah, myself. Yeah. But with a woman, you don't know what's what. Usually right. women are not physical fighters. We're definitely more manipulative. So women have power, but it's a different kind of power. It's an intangible power. Right. And that's what I'm more afraid of, honestly. I, I think um, it reminds me of a Louis C.K. bit where he's talking about like with a dude, you get into a fist fight, but with a woman, she'll shit in your heart. <laughs> That's the difference between, like, you know, a fight with a man and a fight with a woman. And which one has more lasting effects? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, well, his joke is, is that a woman does have, if you allow it to happen, the, and it's a stereotype. And I don't, I don't know if I really 
but it's a funny fucking joke to be like, she will shit in your heart. It will, like, you can, you can ruin a somebody, you can ruin a person psychologically, you can only kill a person physically. Once. Like, yeah, exactly. And then, they're, yeah, exactly. But if you shit in someone's heart, they probably <laughs> will not make it out okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's just it. You want to talk about the society that we live in. Yeah. That's because a lot of that power that women have is abused. And honestly, behind most of the makeup tycoons, it's not men. It's women. Yeah. So the women who are promoting this horrible image of emaciated women on the catwalk, it's women. Yeah. It's women holding that standard. It's not men ever saying, that looks good. Keep that size zero model on there and don't let her eat. It's women. It's power. Do so. women own the uh, the corporations? That's what she was saying. The I'm C- talking like about the CEOs, designers. the boards. Designers are really, really I think, tycoons. where it starts. The tycoons are the designers or the owners? I think, honestly, the tycoons are the designers because when you see a brand, it's the designer. It's not the investors. Mm-hmm. So the designer makes the decisions on who gets chosen to walk in their runways. Most of them do not pick plus-size models. I'm not the largest girl in the world, but I would certainly be a plus-size model. Yeah. I'm not offended by that term because I understand it's a term. It's right. not saying that I'm fat. It's not saying that I'm ugly. It's not saying that I'm less than. It's saying that you are eligible for a specific type of modeling based on your body type. So mm-hmm. most of the designers are women or gay men. Mm-hmm. And that is where the power is held because if the designers stop making clothes and the tycoons have nothing. The designers are the ones who choose the models, who choose the makeup, Choose the clothes, choose the music, choose everything to go on a runway show. They're the ones that have the say over what campaigns get posted, what model represents their brand, all of that stuff. The designers are the ones who make the decisions. If I started a line of clothing right now, it would be my line. I would be the owner. I'd be the founder. And anyone who invested in my opportunity would have to answer to me. You'd be your own gay man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Do you do you uh, do you ever market to uh, like I, I don't want to say just gay men, but men in general? Do you have you ever waited on what what is the proper term here? Waited on consulted served, consulted. Um, well, I live in Central Pennsylvania, so, so no. No. <laughs> so no. Actually, yes, I have had one male client. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's kind of. Because there's not a lot of men in our area that, the, that, that are openly that, or gay. that would openly wear makeup. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Is not whether they are or aren't gay. It's whether they feel comfortable enough to display it and I display it being and their sexuality or display it being makeup? display makeup. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And straight dudes wear makeup. Yeah. Just, I, no, say, yeah I, I think yeah. I've seen way more straight dudes wearing makeup. Like when I first started working in the mall. Yeah. At Hot <laughs> then, Topic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah especially. Yeah. 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 And that's, eyeliner. Yeah. yeah. I like. I have no problem with dudes wearing makeup. It's just, I guess I've been conditioned to not care about myself wearing makeup. Yeah. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess I've I worn could. makeup. I guess I could. You know, there'd be no reason for me to not do it, but I just don't have a yeah. desire. And, and obviously, I... you know, there's probably people who was like, "Hey, dudes don't wear makeup. Dudes don't wear makeup." And I just eventually was like, "All right, I'm not yeah. gonna wear makeup." No. It's pretty cool because um, my husband is super supportive, so he's offered to like let me play on his face, but he's so beardy that it doesn't help me anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I can only see the top half of your face, so it doesn't really oh, do no. anything for me. Um, but as far as 
being able to experiment with people, I totally welcome dudes into my studio because it gives me a different kind of canvas because with women, I don't have to worry about facial hair. And with men, it's a whole new ball game to try to conceal dark spots when you have facial hair. Yeah. So it's a whole different type of makeup that I would have to, to do. So I don't have very many male clients. I wish I did because I would be able to experiment with them. And I think that's another thing is that going back to the whole Christian thing, it's really difficult when people find out that I'm a Christian to understand that right. I, it, I don't care yeah. <laughs> about that kind of thing. You care know? about my dudes wearing makeup? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, and isn't that, isn't that, that such a weird thing? It's almost insulting yeah. because I feel like people are so quick to judge who I am based on my cross tattoo or based on what people have heard about me. Oh, she's a Christian. And that's so heartbreaking to me that people have labeled Christians in a way that takes us out of our individual selves. And it's yeah. totally bigoted and it's totally just as not okay with me as racism. It's totally just as not okay with me as sexism because it's the exact same concept as you taking a a one look at one of the ways that I identify myself and judging my entirety. And that makes me really sad because a lot of people have been really cold with me. Right. And I've even had friends who are homosexual or bisexual scared to tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we've known each other for like a years. Like, how did you not? There's definitely know? a preconceived, uh, there is definitely a preconceived notion about, people who are religious, not necessarily Christian or Muslim but or Jewish. let's be real, though. But, uh, Christians. But in, in yeah. I think because of, like, most people deal with Christians here, yeah. you know, I, it's... I, it's really easy for I mean, a big mouth redneck to wave a Christian flag and be so full of hate. Right, exactly. And that's and that's the biggest problem, is that there are a lot of people who, who fly, fly the, the Christian flag, so to speak, that aren't Christians because they don't understand what Christianity is right, actually exactly. about. Yeah. In fact, a lot of the Bible says, like, it is more harmful for you to lead others astray and cause them to sin. It says that it's the equivalent of having a stone around your neck and being thrown into the ocean. Worse is it for you to cause other people to sin. Meaning those people like the Westboro Baptist Church that are causing other people to be full of hate and causing people to hate things that don't even make any sense. Right. And causing because the Bible also says if you hate your brother, you might as well have murdered him because it's all the same in God's eyes. Right. So if you cause someone else to sin, I don't want to be there on the day that God meets the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. I don't want to be there because they have led so many other people astray. I don't want to see people of any kind of religion or whatever. I don't hate the Web Westboro Baptist Church. I don't hate them. Right. And I think that's really hard for a lot of people to say is that, <laughs> but it would be completely contrary to who I am as a Christian to say those people aren't deserving of love because we all are. Right. And we're all broken. We are just broken in different ways. Yeah. So I, I really feel sorry for them and I really have a lot of pain for them because to be that broken and to be that hateful, your worldview has to be so screwed up. Can you imagine the standard that they had to hold themselves to, like, in order to even be a part of that church? Like, how excruciatingly painful could that be? They probably don't eat shellfish. 
I don't either. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I don't for a religious person. I just I think it's gross. They probably so. don't yeah. spend the night with their women if they're on periods. Either. Yeah, and they probably don't like. Uh, well, and that's not even what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're just we're uh, uh, just being silly. Yeah. Um, Do you you were about to. We are at an hour. I have like three things. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. I, I feel like the conversation that's happening, it's taking me so long to process because <laughs> there's some interesting stuff yeah. going on that I'm like, there's so many things that wait we can talk about. And yeah. Wait a minute. And like, I'm making little mental notes. So the three things I have is, uh, the, in, I feel like there were, there's, there's generalizations, mm-hmm. which is fine, but. I, I'm just thinking of how, of how, to, how, how to word it. I don't think it's bad for there to be a bunch of gay people that design clothes, but I just want to, like when you were like, most fashion designers are women and gay people. In my mind, I'm like, are they? Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I, no, I, like, I was just, like statistically, I just to, yes. Okay, okay yeah. cool. I just wanted to be like, is that a real statistic or is that just a a conception? Because I think that... Tommy Hilfiger is the only straight man. And Michael, in, uh, well, I'm and, not even no, sure I'm Michael kidding. Kors is is yeah, whatever. Not, but yeah. I don't pay that much attention to their sexual preference. But the designers that I study, most of the mainstream designers that we're talking about are either women or the gay ones that men. you're familiar with. All right, cool, yeah, cool, cool. I don't because in my I mind don't I'm know like, very many. Yeah, and then I'm like, men. but but that isn't a bad generalization. That's no. not like the, yeah. the kind usually here is like I oh think gay it's people. It's just an will, observation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, but that, that just in my mind, I'm like, well, and then I'm like, should I, it's that weird thing, which goes into your next thing about the, my, my other thing was when you said the, the stereotyping of Christians, I feel the way that you were saying, but as like a non-believer, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stereotyped by people in this area. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it shocks me to hear you say that you are, and then I realize that like people make because that's not I'm not saying I'm shocked mm-hmm. and discrediting you I'm saying I'm shocked because I wasn't aware that that would ever be a thing. Yeah. I see a lot of people who claim to be Christians somewhere in the middle between me and you. They are so quick to be on whichever side suits them at the time. Is that <laughs> Yeah, because like Is a lot me? of <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Okay. She was okay. saying, I thought you're like saying... between me and you, and like I'm pretty awesome, and I always stand by what I believe. And you're a flip flopping fish. <laughs> no, no, like, no. She, mean? she was saying what? that that you both are on the same, uh, like the same way on on different oh, aspects. And oh, the people that she typically, the people that she deals with, are the people who are who flip flop between your side, which is non religious, or you know, they'll they'll be like, well, I'm okay with this, but I'm not okay with this. Toward like and going towards her side as well. Like if if she were to be like, so what do you think about this? And they agree with her, but if you ask them the same question, and it was like, is a, that what you mean? Was a religious? Yeah, question. Okay. that's what I mean. Because their, their there's views a lot change people, depending on who they're with or the situation, the, which the situation. is really but, even more frustrating because so much of the Christian faith is about being proud of who you are and yeah. Christ and and for me it's really irritating when someone's like oh well I can sleep with my boyfriend on a regular basis but I can show up in church on Sunday morning and be holier than thou that irritates me so badly because it's not that I don't have compassion for whatever lifestyle they're in it's if you know the truth or if you know the the way that we believe and you claim to believe that then be about that don't don't be a hypocrite and that goes for anything that's not just religion but it's that's why people have such a negative opinion of the church is because we as Christians have totally failed in presenting a steadfastness to the rest of the world. The church has failed. Yeah. Because 
now the society is do what's convenient, apologize later. And that yeah, goes yeah, for... Yeah. Um, Sorry, I got to cut you off and do a Bob yeah. Dylan quote. Bob Dylan said, <laughs> people don't do what's right. They do what's convenient and then repent. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry that's fine. And and that's, what I think, why I get so um, fresh with people who are like that. As I'm like, you have totally soiled the name of the God that I represent because you are claiming to be this way and you're not. I have no um, condemnation for anyone who doesn't claim to be a Christian because why would you? Why would you act the same way I act or or do the same things that I do or not do the same things that I do if you don't have a purpose behind it? Like, why would you? Before I was a Christian, why why not? Why not? There's no reason for it. So I don't understand the people who are so quick to judge other people from somewhere in the middle when they've got their own crap going on and then they try to judge non-believers by believer standards. It's just, it's apples and oranges. You can't compare the two. What? So. I'm sorry. No, you're good. There, you're good. there are a couple of things that jump to my mind. Do we want to wrap up? What's okay. your third point? Yeah. In that one. Hit your third point and then we'll, we'll talk about some fuck, more of that. What the fuck was my third point? Oh, no, wait. Oh, fuck. Do you need my notepad? <laughs> no, it was... Oh, man, it was something. I, I mean, of course it was something. All right, the thing, the thing... What did you? What were you saying around the time that I did the third point thing? <laughs> what? That, that you went... I couldn't tell you. Like that? Maybe. It, what yeah. I said uh, that blew your mind was the the people do what's convenient and then apologize later. Yeah. No, oh, I mean, that that's good. It didn't blow my mind, though. But there was something oh. when I was like, I have three points... I probably said that when I got the three and when it was fuck I don't I don't know. Um were we still talking about like animals? No. Stuff? No, no, no. That that just happened, didn't it? The three point thing? Yeah. Yeah, that, that just, just happened. Yeah. 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 Cuz I said, um, "Hey, we're at an hour. Let's wrap up." Yeah, You're like, yeah, "I have I, three points." Yeah. No. <laughs> I those were my my two points. The oh, the Christian thing. That's not to diminish your experience, but I just wasn't aware of that happened. And that leads this isn't my third point but that segues into when you were saying about people having a preconceived notion of you and our willingness to put people in categories or to even like you were saying that you want to spend time around people with the same faith right um i'd like to because it's really hard to be like a lone wolf yeah. and and earlier when you said about being in a room with women it would put you in a different kind of imbalance uh, of power imbalance yeah but it wouldn't make you feel threatened in the same way yeah it's yeah it's i think it's our tendency to categorize people and to also surround ourselves with the people that we feel like uh kinship yeah kinship but i was just gonna go back to the animal thing and it just dawned on me i was like a balance of power yeah yeah i feel like i'm still 50 minutes behind (laughs) (laughs) i'm 15 but this is kaylin yeah, it's nice okay. to meet you. Hey, with hey. us we have Kaylin. So let's wrap up, everybody. Imbalance of power. Yeah, what are the morals? Uh, the makeups. Yeah. What was right? What was what? What do we end with? We usually go back. Oh, um, Christians and their Christians and non-believers. And I was going to say that I think people take the extremes because I think people tend to remember like a bright beacon. You know, and the beacon is the extreme and they're like, oh man, this one time Fred Phelps told me I was going to hell because of a tattoo or because I don't think 
gay people are terrible, and he said I suck. And then I think people look at, like, the angry atheist, and they're like, that guy's just a bastard, because he... Just, Cynical and mean and rude and yeah, see yeah. any value in anything. and That's what probably my experience and your experience are. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. judged by vegans. Well, yeah. can I ask you this? This is, might be a kind of a, an invasive question, but since you have met me and Cody, yes. has anything changed for you? Anything as far as? As far as your opinion of Christians as a whole. You know, I think my opinion is always changing and i think I, I really hate to do this but we really we're at, we're at, oh uh-huh. shit okay. let's let's right. save yeah. that question. save it yeah save it. let's save it. start with that uh, the morals uh animals are interesting and we're animals <laughs> and we're interesting <laughs> uh and i be a peacock if you want to because <laughs> right. the, the male peacocks are peacocks so if yeah. you want to be a male peacock be a male peacock if you want to wear makeup go for it if you want to wear I'll makeup go you. for it and she will she'll, teach you yeah she's gonna do dylan right after this yep uh, I'm gonna make his beard green and blue so he can be a peacock. Yep. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, if they want to find you or your uh, Instagram is probably the best way to find me because I post like makeup of the days all the time. Awesome. Cool. 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 Can you send messages on Instagram? What if one of our listeners was like, "Hey, I really want to be sold makeup by someone that doesn't suck." You can, can reach out to me, me on Twitter too. It's the same handle I think for both of them. Cool. And what's, what's that, that handle? Um. It's Kaylin Crotzer for Instagram, and I'm almost positive that it's Hey, it's KK93 on Twitter and also YouTube. So, yeah, we'll link that all down. Yeah, make sure. You, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, Justin, how do they find us? Just, just find us. Sounds good. Well, they're already here, so <laughs> they're already here. All right, yeah. This is uh, this has been serving ice. I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. I'm Bill. Oh, and I'm Kaylin. Yes. I'm, I don't. I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Uh, That's right. You're chili. You're chili. <laughs>